magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number 559. This is the crying, panicking children episode. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> hopefully, Zoom does its magic and nobody yeah, is hearing usually, the meltdown. Usually pretty in the good. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, we were just talking, we have a time crunch, so let's just fucking jump straight into it. Uh, let's jump straight in. We got, uh, I guess we're just gonna talk about this headset the whole time, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that was, that was kind of my plans. <laughs> I was like, I've been so excited to talk about this. So I was like a couple times I was like, I'm just going to make like notes. So I make sure that we mm-hmm. hit on everything that I want. Did talk you make about. notes? No, I was, in, I was driving oh, in the well, car. Well, you thought about it. I was driving yeah. in the car and I was trying to figure out how to get, uh, the S word to yeah. like yeah. make a note like to, to create a, like a bullet list for me while I was driving, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I was getting so fucking annoyed by how uh, it works. I almost threw my phone out the window because <laughs> yes. I was like, why is this so difficult? Like this should be like the easiest function <laughs> to like brainstorm notes basically using yeah. the S word. But I just, I don't know. I guess I should have just done text transcription or something instead of trying to be like add item to bullet list or, you know, I was I, probably I overthinking am... it. Maybe I I am frequently disappointed with the S lady, and then compared to uh, the A lady who does an awesome job like deciphering what I want to do at any yeah. moment. It's really frustrating, so. but surprisingly you know. so. Okay, um, well, so I wanted to caveat the things that I was going to say because I am I'm a VR weirdo. I have been since. Yeah. God, I don't know. Like, I think the first time I played a VR thing was like in the '90s. Back uh, mm-hmm. at, you remember Battle Virtual Tech? Boy doesn't count. No, well, so I had a, I have a Virtual Boy too. It's sitting over there, but um, <laughs> no. So um, it, it, there was this place called in Chicago called Navy Pier, which I don't even think exists anymore. Or wait, no, 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 not Navy North Pier. I don't remember what mm-hmm. it was called, but mm-hmm. um, they had this like ultra super duper high end arcade there, right? And they were one of the only places that actually had the uh, super old school, like standing up giant headset VR thing. Right. Yeah. And I remember I was like, I don't I don't remember what age you had to be to use it, like 10 or something like that. And I was like just old enough to do it when this was like Mm -hmm. brand new. And I just always thought I thought VRs super cool ever since I've got my stupid uh, the quest. Two sitting right here that I've noodled. Mm-hmm. Stupid uh, thing. On the regular, um, I'm trying to get a VR game uh, through the pipes at work to make that would mm-hmm. be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I consider myself uh, very grounded in the realism of the shortcomings of all mm-hmm. of these different products. As someone that has, I think I have four different. VR headsets now and I've fucked around with yeah. the other things and stuff. So I don't want any of this to come off as like uh needlessly skeptical or 
like negative because ultimately yeah. like I want this thing to fucking work, man. I want mm-hmm. five years from now. I want this to be like the new iPad, which is like, well, of course you yeah. have an Apple vision. Like how, like, yeah, you have right. an iPhone, your Apple vision. Like, why wouldn't you? It's right. it rules. Like, why wouldn't you get it? Right. But I just don't know if this is, too... so what's tricky for me on this announcement is like, it feels too early, but also like they need to just rip the bandaid off and get this thing out there. Right. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah. Because the, the $3,500 price point I think is, going to be an absolute showstopper for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would because we when, when I they, almost feel like they want that, right? Maybe. Um, and I, and I almost there's there's a part of me that wonders uh, if like so so Apple historically has been extremely good at turning things that would be kind of like a tech product with like a nerd stigma kind of attached to it into like yeah. fashion items that are cool to not only have, <laughs> yeah. but also be seen mm-hmm. using out in public. You know, I mean, like, Oh, wait uh, till Beyonce has one of these in a video or something. Oh, know? no. Like... And, and that's, I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen because that's the magic of Apple. And like, yeah, then everyone will want one and mm-hmm. they have, um, you know, like been moving all their chess pieces on the board in a way that they've got all this financing crap built up now. So like, mm-hmm. I could see them doing a thing where it's like, you know, hey, get one of these for 200 bucks a month. You know, we have an upgrade program yeah. like the, yeah. the iPhone or whatever, you know, that yeah. turns a $3,500 thing into what's affordable for mm-hmm. a lot. I don't want to say everyone, but a lot more people, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At which point I could see this thing just like exploding, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think you're right that they like, first of all, I was like very 50, 50 on this was on this getting announced at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so there was so much smoke that there was like, obviously there had to be a fire. Right. But at the same time, it was like, it just didn't feel like Apple's way to come out with this thing. And there was so much like speculation or or all the rumors were like, Oh, the the company's kind of divided on how they feel about this thing and stuff like that. And it's like kind of unappley to want to just like get something out there. Right. Um, and so I was going to be totally not surprised if WWDC keynote happened and there was no headset and everyone was just like, Oh, oh." and, um, you know, and then of course all the headlines would be like, Apple dropped the ball and didn't, you know, whatever. but like, I, 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 so I was like sort of expecting that, but also when it started to happen, I was like, I can't believe this is really happening. They're yeah, I know, me too. I was like, thing. Like, I, dude, we were like, like mind-melded on that, because I was the same way. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, if they just end this keynote after, because the crazy, like, what I was actually thinking, I was like, man, they have shown off so much awesome stuff in this keynote. Dude, it was jam-packed. Be, like, jam-packed, that it's going to be a real bummer when they don't show this headset and people walk yeah. away with it being like, oh, this shitty keynote. Yeah, and right, like, and not talk about any of the amazing things they announced in the, yeah, the yeah. previous hour. Yeah. So I, I was, um, I, yeah, but, like, when they when they brought it out, I was like, fuck, dude, here we go. Like, this is cool. Like, um, I can't believe it's really happening, yeah. I'm excited. But, you know, it, what, and I never know uh what to think about like the early hands-on that apple always Mm -hmm. does with with this Mm -hmm. sort of stuff right because like you know apple very likely extremely deliberately handpicked the list of journalists that would touch this thing right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and you know like i we watch 
you know, people like I Justine all the time. Like I think I like her mm. videos and, you know, you know, similar people in like the Apple ecosystem and stuff like that. But um, at the same time, like there definitely is, and you know, like, like we certainly have experienced this with Touch Arcade, right? Like, there's the access is valuable, right? So mm -hmm. you you realize the value of that access, so you kind of don't. And I don't know, man. You get in like this weird spot where it's like you know ethics and or journalism and all this stuff, but it's like if you think something really super duper sucks, like you try to like softball it as much as you can yeah. because like you it's extremely beneficial for you to have that access right and you don't well, want I apple think... to be like oh this guy yeah. dumped all over the headset we're not but, calling him anymore yeah, we're not right. calling him back like no it is tricky and it does i i think the from all the impressions i've watched so far and there's so many of them actually i haven't seen them all or anything but um i think people have have been pretty level-headed with their criticism and stuff yeah. too because yeah. there's a lot of really there's a lot of things this headset does that are really really good that are sort of like uh seem obvious in hindsight type things mm -hmm. for all of vr but you, you know what um, i'm saying though it's like it's it's not totally not unheard of for like the people that get like first access to you know anything it doesn't need to be apple stuff or whatever that mm -hmm. kind of like point like kind of softball some stuff that's kind of negative and then when you get it you're like this is actually right. like this part really sucks well, and like something you know. like this this big a purchase this expensive is like um wait for reviews of people that bought their own yes <laughs> to really understand yeah, that's not that's that what we I'm got a review at. unit or whatever but at this stage in in time it's like you know you you get what you get you have these apple's very controlled hands-on experiences and that's kind of all you can go controlled. by now that was and, that um, was the other thing that was interesting to me was i watched man i feel like i watched a dozen or more different videos right and everyone had the exact same exact super same curated experience, experience. like yeah. super like, well, like I think um, it's it's not often you get Apple to announce a product this far ahead of time. They're saying early 24 just for US and then rest of or more countries by the end of next year. Right. And so that puts this thing in the nine months out ish range. And that's pretty far ahead of time. Like, I think. Even the first iPhone, right, was announced in January, well, launched in June, or something like that. Do you remember that, what so... the lead time was on the iPad announcement, though? Because I feel like they did a similar thing where it was like, hey, we have this thing coming, make software for it, it's coming later, or I don't remember. It, if it might was have been similar. I I can't remember where it was announced. I think it was dub, dub, dub that the iPad was announced. So that would have been June, and then it launched in April of 2010, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So that would be right. kind of a similar timeline, yeah. but... Um, I might be totally wrong about that, but it's anyway. like, here's the thing with this thing though, is that like, I feel like, you know, of as cool as the, like, so, you know, as, as someone who's used a lot of these VR headsets, like I totally, like for me, the high resolution screens and stuff like that. I mean, there is mm -hmm. undoubtable that this is like a generational leap forward mm -hmm. as far as, um, the hardware is concerned, you know, it's like when yeah. the iPhone four came out, I think it was the iPhone four with the retina display. It was like, mm -hmm. This thing is in a class of its own compared so to so like, obviously better than like, other yeah it, like, out there. to the yeah. point that like going back to your three GS was like this looks fucking awful and I can't yeah. believe <laughs> that I used this for so long and didn't have a problem uh -huh. with it as soon as like the retina and now that's just mm -hmm. normal right like that's how your right. computer screen looks everything else is like right. the idea right. of seeing pixels is mm -hmm. kind of gone you know yeah however I, I think that Apple sort of if there is one area that they really failed at in this keynote it was kind of uh demonstrating what like the killer app for this thing is mm -hmm. like what's the 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's extremely neat and uh, it's going to be, I, I'm sure I'll wrestle with rationalizing buying one. I don't think I'll buy the first one. Right. Uh, I would love to have it, but like, I, I'm, I'm into this stuff, you know? And mm -hmm. like, I, but what is the sort of inflection point for this kind of product category to get like your mom to be like, I, I got, I, mm -hmm. of course I need this Apple headset, you know, because like yeah. what they showed was basically like watching movies on school. Uh, yeah. you can use it as a bigger monitor. We've got, mm -hmm. you know, some, some apps that are neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but to me, like none of it really elevated outside of kind of like the same space that like existing VR lives in where it's like all kind yeah. of like, I, I don't want to say a novelty because that sounds kind of nastier than I mean it to be, but it's like, mm -hmm. it's this like neat little thing that you don't really need. You know, like I, when I, when I did, when I demo like the quest to friends mm -hmm. of mine that have never fuck with vr you know it's like a 15 to 30 minute thing and it ends with like oh cool man thanks that's awesome thanks for showing me yeah not you know? like how do i get my hands on this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i um i saw i forget who it was but there's this this mastodon thread or something that um somebody was like kind of explaining like okay like you know when you debut something like this and apple's really good at doing this um you don't want to overwhelm people with stuff, right? So you want yeah. to really focus on one thing, even if that one thing is way lamer than the million other things this device yeah. can do, and I which get is it. totally yeah. true. Like, I'm yeah, sure yeah. this thing could do a bunch of really cool stuff, but you have to kind of like dumb it down, not really dumb it down, but just focus on something less exciting just so people can understand it, right? Yeah. And so they're, they're sort of like baseline talking point was this is like a, a spatial computing device like mm -hmm. you can use this at work you can do a lot of collaboration stuff you can video call with other people like it's really like a productivity virtual space type thing yeah. and beyond that it was like oh and also like movies and entertainment things or whatever games i thought they were very weirdly absent they were like hey apple arcade you can play yeah, it on a big can, yeah just cre space. create That's a fake it. tv and play games on yeah, it. yeah. Uh, okay like but but there's obviously going to be really big gaming implementations too so yeah. but i think just for the purpose of this first unveiling it's like hey look this is like a 3d space computer you know because that's where we think things are going to go with augmented reality and stuff like that so that's what we wanted to focus on the most and um as this thing iterates year over year gets cheaper gets smaller it'll expand because if you think of like what the apple watch was when it first came out oh, it, it was kind of like <laughs> nobody knew what the hell yeah. this thing was for right but yeah. everybody thought it was cool yeah and then eventually it was like okay well this thing is like got really good health benefits like mm -hmm. health tracking stuff is really kind of key we're going to focus on that now and they really now pivoted the... the watch in the next few generations oh yeah well for me focus on health yeah, like for me, the the kind of inflection point with the Apple Watch, you know, like like the retina screen moment was when they did the always on screen. And now mm -hmm. and then it was like, fuck, this rules. Like, this is great. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. there's nothing about this that I don't like, you know? Yeah. And I, I can't I couldn't go get a dumb watch now and wear it yeah. and feel the yeah. same. Like, I'm too used to having a smartwatch. So I think there will be it's it's definitely down the road for the point of being like everybody needs this thing. But I also think like you look at stuff like kids going to concerts in Fortnite and things like that. Like that's the future of like social events not aren't necessarily getting meeting in person. And that's pre COVID yeah. even that was popular. So when you think of it like that, and it's like, Hey, every household's five or 10 years from now has a headset like this and kids are getting together and doing stuff together in virtual spaces. 
you know, I could see that being the future. It just feels yeah. weird right now. Just well, like AirPods looked weird in people's ears yeah, or, you know, yeah. people staring at their phone seemed weird and all that kind of stuff. Or that iPad was just a big iPod touch or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so Marcus Brownlee hit on something uh, that <laughs> I, I can't believe isn't a thing yet in VR where he was like, you know, with the, with the pixel density of this thing and, and what it looks like, you know, it's, it's convincingly real. So like, imagine mm -hmm. if, if uh, like the NBA set up some like crazy camera setup like courtside and you can yeah. like buy a virtual ticket for twenty dollars mm -hmm. to sit there in your Apple Vision Pro and like mm -hmm. watch the game from a courtside seat. Yeah, like would totally. rule. I mean, like that would, that would. I mean, like, like to me, like that kind of stuff could be the killer app for this sort of yeah. thing. But like, they're just like we just aren't there yet, you know. And it's um, yeah, and that that's part of the reason why I feel like it's they need to get this out now mm -hmm. and just announce it. Even and and take the hits of people talking shit about the price and take the hits of people talking shit about like, you know, what does it really do that's totally different? Yeah. Like Apple is very, very good at taking a technology and making it purposeful and like understandable for your regular people. Because I feel like right now, if you're just an average Joe that was like, I want to find out what this VR stuff is all about. Like you probably have a hard time going about oh, yeah. doing it, that, you know, it, it, it seems like the way that you know, everyone seems just amazed by kind of like the eye tracking and, and just like what mm -hmm. you look at is what the thing does, yeah. you know, because mm -hmm. with the quest, you know, like, like all, all the VR things I have, like use controllers and they're all mm -hmm. like nowhere near as intuitive, just using your hands. Right. Like it's always, yeah. always a little bit of adjustment to be like, okay, here's you know, okay. I'm putting this thing in your hand. Like here's the three yeah. buttons, like, like that kind of stuff, you know? Well, there's um, the dream of like the minority report holding your hand like swiping screens out of your way virtual yeah, screens yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and so i feel like that's a possibility but yeah using like a using controllers i think is is kind of like apple's like you know if you see a stylus they blew it type situation yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. want to do vr and you need these other peripherals that you need to like keep track of and stuff like that and keep charged and know how to use and whatever like i think you blew it like i think they really wanted to wait until they got to a point where they can do all these hand gestures and all you really need is the headset. I think the bummer is having the separate battery pack, but yeah, I don't know. It's not that big a deal once you you yeah. see it. But like, I would I would love to to have been a fly on the wall for like what I, I'm sure was extremely heated arguments at Apple with regards to like the actual like physical hardware design of this thing. Yeah. You know, because like, so all the VR headsets I have like like when you they feel like toys. You know, like the cheap mm -hmm. like thin plastic and everything else. Mm -hmm. but that's because there's a lot of emphasis on like cutting the weight down because it's on mm -hmm. your head and you know, like yeah. uh, it being on your neck and stuff like begins mm -hmm. to, you know, mm -hmm. get annoying even for the, the lighter headphone mm -hmm. uh, headsets, you know? So like, it's interesting to me that they made the decision to, I don't know. It's, it's like they, they had to be in a real catch 22 situation with this where it's Apple like, okay, doesn't we, make like plastic stuff. Well, really, Right. right? Well, like, <laughs> well, and I they like I glass and metal. Right. And I imagine the argument was made where it was like, okay, we know that this thing's going to have a super high price point. So it needs mm -hmm. to have like a $3,500 fit and finish, which means glass, yeah. aluminum, yeah. you know, like the, the precision that people are used to with like Apple industrial design and not right. just a piece of plastic, you know, like that probably just unacceptable. And it wouldn't surprise me if that decision was, was uh, what resulted in the battery pack, not mm -hmm. being in the headset, you know? Mm -hmm. Because like they... I, I actually thought like I was like the battery pack isn't huge so I don't know how many pounds it is or whatever but I was like with the the front mask being metal and glass and being pretty heavy throw that battery pack on the back to balance it out yeah and then you have an all in one thing 
There's a few headsets but, that do that do stuff like that. Uh, I mm -hmm. think the uh, Hololens has the battery on the the mm -hmm. back to balance it. I don't know. That just means I I I bought a headlight for like camping that mm -hmm. does something like that. The lights on the front, and then it's a band, and in the back is the battery pack. And I never really realized how much it helps to have the the weight balance like that. But yeah, um, I think there's a certain point too where you're just like the whole thing together on your head is too heavy. Yeah. Um, and maybe that was the tipping point. Well, but yeah. And so that, that makes me kind of, um, uh, again, skeptical about the use case of using this thing to actually do work in. Right. Because like, mm -hmm. so I'm able to, and it's probably not a great thing that I can do this, but man, I can sit at my computer for the entire day, you know, like, like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's no big deal typing on my keyboard and, you know, look at my monitor and that kind of stuff. Like I, maybe I'm just used to it. I don't know. I probably shouldn't. Mm -hmm. So it might be for this long or whatever, but right. like <laughs> yeah. in in VR, it's like I can go like 30 to 45 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, I need yeah. to I need to take a break. Like this is right. starting to kind of like mess with my eyes. I can feel myself like getting a little bit of a headache, like or just mm -hmm. you know, like some some kind of negative effect that keeps me from having it on for yeah. a, a very extended period of time, right? And like you remember like the 3ds and the 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 uh mm -hmm. virtual boy both had like you know hey take a break yeah like timers built in you yeah. know yeah and, and, and this this kind of made me wonder like if the 30 minute demo window wasn't also an extremely mm -hmm. deliberate thing being like yeah. yeah you know the 30 minute window is kind of when people are turtle testers like man i gotta take this thing yeah. off for a little bit like yeah that kind of Maybe. stuff you know so I, is it reasonable I... to think you can do an eight hour work day with this thing plugged in i mean right maybe well i i I've, something i've been thinking about is that um and i don't keep up with vr so i don't know how the latest headsets maybe some of them do this also but i felt like apple's big breakthrough with this thing is the um digital crown that allows you to change the immersion oh, yeah. level right yeah. so this thing is is not a vr headset right it's an ar headset first and foremost and you're supposed to see oh, your surroundings. I think that's, I think that's right? generous. I think an mm -hmm. AR headset well, for me is something that you see through without the. But I mean, I mean, it's a six and one half dozen of the other, right? Like it, exactly. Is that different that it's cameras showing you what's in front of you or showing yeah. you the space or whatever? Because I feel like their intentions are very much, and and ninety nine percent of what they show you is you're doing something in AR space, right? Mm -hmm. Your virtual computer desk and stuff like that. Um very rarely they were like you can crank the dial up and be completely immersed in your photo or your movie or whatever and that yeah. feels like okay you just switched on full vr but i feel like that was always one of the major issues with vr headsets is they're like okay you strap this thing on and then you're in your own world you don't know your surroundings P other people feel yeah. like neglected if you're just vring out while they're over or whatever um i feel like apple's very consciously being like we want other people to you to be aware of other people and your surroundings when you're yeah. using this thing. Um, and I think that also could probably help with fatigue. Cause if you're feeling like I need to like crank things down so I can see more of what's going on. Cause yeah. I've been too immersed in this, whatever for too long. Um, it's, it's that easy to do to like crank it. Right. So I feel like that's their big sort of like contribution to just VR as a whole. And I feel like it's a, a looking back at it, like obvious sort of thing. Like, oh sure. yeah, like, you know, people really want AR glasses that are easy and fun. And then the other side of the spectrum is that people have full VR helmets where you're completely immersed. There was no like middle ground and people were trying to figure out like, why is people have trouble with yeah. VR so much?
No, for sure. And I think and that might have been one of the reasons. That, that's a, that's a that's a big generational leap in this. Like, so the um, I don't remember what the feature is called. It's I don't know something to do with like safety, whatever the hell. But like when you put the uh, an Oculus headset on, you kind of or most I think the Vive did this. The Steam stuff does this too. Where you basically like mm-hmm. draw a line on the floor in in mm-hmm. VR, and then mm-hmm. when you get close to that line, it kind of like shows you the camera of like like hey, you're about to hit your you know, wall or couch or, or whatever but it's like oh, okay it's really jarry and v- jarring and very shitty because it's like the cameras are nowhere near the resolution yeah. of um you know the the apple one and it kind of yeah. makes me wonder if if the fatigue of wearing these kind of like i guess technically inferior headsets um mm-hmm. isn't coming from the fact that you know like you can see the pixels like i'm sure that apple has insanely good optics on this as far as like the mm-hmm. lenses that mm-hmm. are in between you and the screen and like I wonder if yeah. like that stuff kind of is going to make the difference of like, because like for me, it's like, I don't know, it's like almost a, I feel like almost like an internal fight of like, uh, how long before my brain just starts to reject that yeah. like, this is yeah. not real, like you're looking yeah. at a screen that's, you know, two inches away from your eyes, like, yeah, like all this kind of stuff, like does, does the, the quality of the Apple headset, like, mm-hmm. short circuit that like, I don't, I'm real curious to I, I think it has yeah. to. And I think that it's probably um, like something other headset makers have wanted to do. Right. But nobody's willing to be like, OK, well, we could triple the resolution of our eyepieces, yeah. but we have to triple the cost of the whole device yeah, or yeah. whatever. Or maybe the technology wasn't around when they were trying to do whatever. Um, so I, I feel like Apple is the one to like bite that bullet. Similar yeah. to the way they were like, we're going to remove the headphone jack and now everybody does it. But, you know, they're going to be the ones that are like, OK, to make VR headsets work right you need super high resolution. Otherwise it's just bad. Right. And we don't want you to have a bad experience uh, that comes at a cost. So, you know, they're, they're willing to foot that. Yeah. Uh, when I don't think I, other companies really are. Yeah. I don't know. But part of me wonders if the end result of, of this thing launching next year, isn't going to be like an enormous boost in sales for like the, the quest series of headsets and stuff. Right. Because like mm-hmm. Apple as a company is, I, I think you could probably make a very strong argument there. They have the best marketing of any company on earth right now. Right. Yeah. So I really am curious, like if we don't see some kind of like, like similar to like the iPod halo effect, right? Like remember mm-hmm. that when everyone mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. that, where it's like mm-hmm. Apple has taught normal people about VR now or mm-hmm. AR, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, you know, normal people know about this headset. They think it's cool, mm-hmm. but thirty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. is crazy for a normal person. Whereas, like, you can go to Walmart and buy the Quest for three hundred bucks. Right. You know, so like, is there going to be like a big surge of interest in VR and getting people into these kind of like cheaper headsets because they're excited mm-hmm. for it but can't afford the Apple yeah. one? Yeah. Like, or I'm curious what's going to happen with that. I I would say like. <laughs> you know, what's the market of cheaper tablets? You know, how's that doing? Yeah. Right. Like, cause obviously people do do that. Right. I'd love an iPad, but I don't have $800. So I'm going to buy this Kindle or I'm going to buy whatever else. That's a lot cheaper. Yeah. I mean, I, and I bought, maybe they're I, happy with it. Maybe they're not. I don't yeah. know, but people do do that. And yeah, um, I bought Kindle fires for like a bunch of different kids in my life. Cause it's like, right, well, like can, 60 bucks, yeah, this yeah. Thing's 60 bucks <laughs> and you can watch YouTube and you know, do yeah. whatever dumb crap you want it. Or I can, right. And throw it down the stairs and treat it like a hockey puck, or right. <laughs> I can spend five hundred bucks on an iPad that you're going to crack the yeah. screen up. You know, like yeah. so. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I think there will be some of that, but I still feel like um, Apple people are pretty loyal too, and they're going to be like, like me, like I have wanted to get a VR headset for a really long time. The biggest 
um, barrier for me was not having PC that was up to specs because for a long time you needed to have a PC. Yeah. Then they started making these all-in-one headsets, right? And then it was like, well, the Quest 2 or whatever that needed Facebook login, that was the game killer for me. So I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm not getting one of those. Well, they, but... they, they changed that now, so... Yeah, I've heard that. And and also, if this Apple thing wasn't announced and they just announced the Quest 3 or whatever, and, and that's 500 bucks, like that probably would have been my jumping in point. Because like, okay, 500 bucks is like yeah. not nothing, but it's it's affordable for something <clears throat> like that. I've been wanting to get into VR for years. So that's probably would have been my point to do it. Yeah. Now with this thing out there, it's like, well, I'm going to well, wait sure. until I can afford one of these. But I, I really think for me, it's going to come down to is there going to be an Apple Vision Pro upgrade program like the iPhone? Yeah. You know, because like I could maybe, uh, you know, maybe rationalize the price of this thing through some zany 0% interest financing offer or whatever else. Yeah. And it was like, hey, you're actually only financing, I don't know, 1500 bucks or $2,000 of the price because at the end of the year, we're mm -hmm. buying this thing back from you and you're going to mm -hmm. get the second mm -hmm. one kind yeah. of thing or so because like you're I, renting I, one for a hundred bucks a month or yeah or, or just, just just something like that because like i just i just like cannot i i've just been burnt one too many times on like buying the first one mm. of something yeah and then having the second one come out and it's like fuck like this thing absolutely sucks now mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. second one is so much better that this now yeah. has like no secondary market value either yeah yeah. You know, like I <clears throat> I have a few theories about what's going on here. Well, first of all, there will 100 percent be incentives to like buy one through Apple Card or, you know, oh, whatever. a million like, percent. Yeah, yeah. So good at that, like trade in some stuff, get extra value for your MacBook or, you know, whatever. So um, because that's the reason I've been able to buy new computers and phones oh, yeah. the last several years. If I could send them cause... a box of like weird old iPads and Macs and they're like, cool, <laughs> yeah, now the headset's a thousand bucks. I'd be like, fuck, come yeah. in, let's go. <laughs> I know. So, um, but I also think this thing being so far out, there's the possibility of some different things happening. Like, let's say they have a March event next year where they announce the the retail details of this thing. Um, I could see them being like, hey, the one we showed you last summer, that's the Pro, the Vision Pro. Here's the Vision whatever. Cheaper well, I, version, I think, right? It's, yeah. it's made with less expensive materials. It's 1500 bucks, right? And like, doesn't that... You're still like three times the price of like the next headset out there, but you're less than half the price of the original one, right? So right. It, it makes a lot of sense. And if they don't do that next year, I think that's a for sure thing for 2025 because they'll sell these things. They'll be crazy premium headsets. It'll be like the look how cool I am. I have the Apple Vision this year. Um, and then like next year's iteration for 2025 will be come along with like a cheaper version, I would think. Yeah. No, I, I think it seems inevitable that they're going <laughs> to uh, kind of go the route that they've gone with their Macs, you know, where it's like mm -hmm. the Mac Pro is the expensive one. Like if they don't have an Apple Vision Air Vision inside Air, of that's... two years, like uh -huh. I'm going to be very surprised because like for me, right. like, you know, sure, the the showing your eyes on the secondary screen, like it's cool, but like I don't care about that. I don't need that. You know, like no, yeah. the, the really advanced like headphone stuff that it includes, I just wear my AirPods. Yeah. Like that's fine. Right. You know, like I, you yeah. know, I, I think that there's functionality on this that they could like very easily strip out to mm -hmm. drop the price and mm -hmm. probably be just as good of an experience overall. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just give me the high res screens, really, and all the yeah. camera tracking. That's all you really need. Yeah. 
Because it, like it, it seems like you know Apple as a company has kind of identified like the our our every man's computer price is like twelve hundred mm-hmm. bucks. You know, right, right, right. So right. it wouldn't surprise me if this eventually somehow some way mm-hmm. kind of hits that similar sort of price point, right? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if that's going to be next year, year after what they're you know I can do a million yeah. different things on this kind of stuff, right? But like ultimately. Yeah. For this thing to be successful and for there to be a third-party ecosystem of software on it, like they need yeah. to have a shitload of these things shipped, right? Like, because yeah. you know, analysts yeah. are saying uh, expecting like a hundred thousand units sold next year, which is mm-hmm. very low for a software mm-hmm. platform. I mean, like that's like basically yeah. Playdate, you know. I think you gotta. Um, there's gonna have to be a lot of like um, universal app compatibility right and they announced a little bit of that with like their unity deal or whatever but i feel like you're gonna be like here's this here's uh fantastical and it's you buy the mac version and oh now we updated it and you can get the apple vision version too like there's a we made a vr version of this rather than like but it did say it's gonna have its own app store right so I, i don't know if there will be much of that but i feel like you need to have that where it's like yeah not just a specific vr app only kind of similar to how apple watch is like there's very rarely something that's like an apple watch only thing that takes advantage of just apple watch stuff but by and large it's like something you can use on your phone that has a companion apple watch app i feel like there will be a lot of like yeah vr version of apps you use on your phone and computer anyway like I, I really, it wouldn't surprise me if, um, like maybe next WWDC or the year after, if there isn't like a big kind of uh push from Apple on like the unification of all this kind of stuff, you know, where it's yeah. like we just have it's it's no longer the Mac App Store or you know the iOS App Store, or the the VR App Store, it's just the App Store, and like mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. you know shit just works everywhere. Like you know stuff yeah. might be. <laughs> made specifically for like one of these platforms but it just works mm-hmm. across everything so just don't worry yeah. about it buy the software use it where you want like that kind of stuff i think would be pretty huge because like it's going to be yeah. annoying uh i mean like so here, here's here's the problem right like so if they're gonna if they're really only going to ship a hundred thousand units uh mm-hmm. next year and the analysts turn out to be correct which you know they're sometimes extremely off so who knows yeah, but, yeah, yeah. um you know, if you're going to make software for this thing with a pool of 100,000 people able to buy it, like your software is going to need to be expensive for it to be worthwhile for you. Right. And right. like it's going to be real annoying if it's like it's hard to even think of a random app because everything's uh, but like, so, you know, if assuming like Alien Blue wasn't going away, if it was like right. Alien Blue for Reddit for the headset is $50, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. like, hey, we're only going to sell 2000 copies. Yeah. Of this. Like I got to yeah. I got to make my money because yeah. you kind of saw that. Remember? um when the ipad launched and like you had mm-hmm. the hd versions of games right mm-hmm. where it was like the same basic thing it just ran on a bigger screen and it would cost three times as <laughs> right. much money you know right 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 well they they're also really good about like um iphone apps could just work on an ipad it would be blown up and not ideal but at least it would work right and yeah. so with the headset every app seems to be you can run it like it's just a screen in your you know ar space but still it, it works on the heads that you can use your app still yeah and that's always going to be huge because it's it's gonna uh, it would suck to be like you have to buy vr specific versions of like all this stuff over again like that's kind yeah. of a non-starter type thing so but if if you're like netflix or something right you're going to be like oh we're going to update our app with like a crazy theater mode for the yeah, apple yeah. vision pro yeah. and it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm real Perhaps excited for like what they having a separate thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm real excited for all the Disney stuff. Like that was mm. that was kind of like the um 
real cherry yeah. on top of this whole thing was like if they really have Disney buy-in on this, like, dude, it's gonna be so. I mean, could you cool. imagine like, riding virtual rides that are yeah. like the actual rides at Disney and like, oh, so much crazy stuff. Yeah, and, um, and it would be, it would all be awesome. It'd all be worth it. Like, it'd be extremely cool. You know, and Disney like, people spend a lot of money on Disney stuff. It's true. So they would be like, if <laughs> I'll buy that headset just for the Disney true. stuff. Speaking from experience, as someone that went recently went on a Disney <laughs> spending vendor, <laughs> right? Know all about it. I um, love my lightsaber, though. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, uh so I'm curious what you thought. Is what I've what seems to be a fairly divisive thing of this whole demo that they showed was the uh, like the 3D photo and video recording stuff. Yeah. So like. Uh... When Lindsay watched that, so I, she, she doesn't really pay attention to this kind of shit. And we were eating mm -hmm. dinner. I was like, oh, let me turn on the video of, I'm curious what you think about this, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Apple Vision thing. And she, she thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. But then when it got to like the uh, family photo taking part, she was just like yeah. wildly turned off. Yeah. Of the fact that like, oh, okay, here, dad's putting on the VR headset and is just going right. to watch you blow, you know blow out your birthday candles yeah. through like the fake camera pass through mm -hmm, kind of thing mm -hmm. like that was just a little too much for her with yeah. uh kind of i don't know because it's weird because it's like it's like okay you are present i guess because you're watching mm -hmm. it through the cameras but it's still <laughs> right. it's just like i don't know this weird kind of like almost uncomfortable uncanny valley of yeah kind of just feeling maybe a little inappropriate i guess and then did i liked uh dan from mac rumors take on it because he got to try the headset and it was basically like yeah we got to the 3d photo part and it's like some kid's birthday and i felt like creepy being there because i don't know these kids i don't know mm. this family but i felt like i was there and it just felt like off-putting to be like some stranger in some stranger's birthday party yeah. um I, I, I think the tech is cool, but I, he, he did say like, too, like if that was your photo of your family and that was an experience that you were reliving, it's pretty powerful and, and awesome to yeah. be able to like 3D visit these memories. But yeah, <clears throat> taking the photo would be like, okay, dad's got his headset on again and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. There, there, there should be another mechanism for recording those moments and, and sharing them in that format. But um. Well, so that almost makes me wonder, like, if we're not going to see like an eventual like iPhone that has like the cameras spaced yeah, out on the back, say. so it's able to mm -hmm. actually record in 3D without yeah. needing to do like the okay, I'm dad's going in VR, mm -hmm. like, hang on, yeah. don't blow out your birthday candles yet. I got to put my creepy mask you, on. You know, though, like, is that that weird than us growing up and be like, don't do anything, yet. I'm going to go grab the camcorder, no, I, and it's this giant. Thing I don't on disagree. Your shoulder or, you know, whatever. Know. Um, and, and then, you know, people viewing important events through the screen of their phone is very mm -hmm. common now, too, which I, I well, always try and find myself or keep yeah, myself but, from doing. But also, I feel like and, and I don't know if this is just my friend group of fucking weirdos, but like, yeah. I feel like there's started to be this kind of like uh, trend of rejection of like screen time and yeah. just like being For sure present. That. Instead mm -hmm. of like always having your fucking phone out, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. um, because I don't know, it was like, it was like weird. It was like there was there was a time where it was like the phones of of iPhones got so good that like everyone with their kids were like, oh, I'm you know just yeah. watching you through the phone kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. seems like that. And again, at least it doesn't just you know my experience with my friend group like has gone the complete opposite direction where it's like, dude, put the phone away, like enjoy the fucking moment, like get your kids off the screens, like you know that kind of stuff, which. 
kind of mm-hmm. makes me wonder where this sort of thing is going to go because on the mm-hmm. i don't remember who's who said it on the uh this most recent episode of the i listened to the mac rumors uh podcast surrounding this like i think i, I was mm-hmm. just recorded after dan did his uh and mm-hmm. uh, listen yet well so they had a, a a guest and i don't remember who made this point but it was like you know it wasn't that long ago where and I, i'd forgotten about this basically it wasn't that long ago where you know, if you had a smartphone and you were like out with friends or whatever, and you were like pulling that thing out and fucking around, like people were like, dude, what are you doing? Like, get yeah. off that thing. Like, put your totally. stupid Windows phone away. Like, no one right. cares. Like, just, yeah. um, you know, and yeah, get off your BlackBerry. Like, stop typing or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Put, put your fucking sidekick away. No one cares. Yeah. Whatever you got going yeah. on is not important. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but then eventually everyone just got one. Right. And now, it's irritatingly normal to be out with friends sitting at a dinner table at a restaurant somewhere and literally everyone's on their phone. Yeah. Like I, I I make like a real effort to not be on my phone and I'm around other people, but like it happens and it's totally acceptable and normal and you know, no one Mm -hmm. thinks twice about it. And yeah, maybe that'll happen with like, Hey, we're all just going to sit here in our headsets. Where are these big headsets? (laughs) I I don't, I think there has to be a line and I think that's probably one of the biggest barriers with this thing too is like strapping a big thing on your head and wearing it around and like yeah there was stigma with airpods but those are just little tiny things and then eventually i think it got it won people over because they're good right yeah and people are like geez these are so uh but but, you know and like looking looking back on it though now it's like you know when you try to think of like what upset people about airpods it's just like what the fuck was your problem like these things are great like like why you know, it just like, looked silly at first, like that was it, and it was yeah. that was really it, right? But it was like also they were kind of pricey for headphones, so yeah, people were like, yeah. "Oh, Apple spending a million dollars on this Apple thing." But then just... people used them. It was like, "Wait, you just open the case, put it in your ear, and it just like magically works with everything you... Apple that you have." Cool. Auto pauses when you take it out of your ear. Yeah, like all yeah. these quality of life things that you're just like, "How have I lived without this stuff forever?" Yeah, um, I can see a lot of that stuff happening with the headset too, but I don't really see a point where it's like it's just normal to see people walking down the street with this thing strapped on their face all the time. Like, I don't see that. I think it needs to be glasses sized AR glasses, you know, to, to really maybe a little bit bigger, but not this face mask they got going on now. It's a very lovely looking thing. It is very svelte compared to like a lot of other headsets or whatever, but um, it's not like a walk around town, go to restaurants well, order but, your coffee with this thing on your face type thing. But again, it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't like rapidly see like this thing yeah. drastically decreasing in size over the right. next five years or so. I mean, because like, remember, I mean, compare what an iPad looks like now compared to like the first gen iPad. It's like this thing yeah, is a right. huge piece of shit. Like, why would yeah. anyone have bought this? You know, right. As opposed yeah. to like the iPad no, Air it's, now it's... is like a sci fi tablet, basically. compared right. to you know? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's for sure in the cards. But like you were saying, it's like Band-Aid ripoff time for this thing we got to introduce it mm-hmm. it's obviously like gonna be a really nice piece of kit for whoever ends up getting one it's gonna do a lot of cool things but there needs to be a point where the hardware gets more streamlined and the price comes down and when those two things like converge it'll be a more mainstream product i think for until then i think it's gonna remain like people that own a mac pro or whatever you know what yeah, i mean or have yeah, like yeah. a $8,000 like studio display or whatever. So um, it's it's not an everybody thing yet. I'm going to have a really, really hard time not getting one when they <laughs> finally announce it. Because I when they announced the price, first of all, the 3000 I fully thought was a red herring rumor because mm. they did that oh, with me iPad. Too. 
Me too. And it was going to be like, oh yeah, three thousand. But like, they're going to be like, hey, this thing is seventeen hundred dollars or something. You know, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Um, no, it was more expensive. It's thirty five hundred. And so when they announced that, I was just like, oh, absolutely not. I am. There's no possible way I'm getting this thing. And then after the keynote, I'm like watching things and I'm thinking about it. And I'm just like. Oh, I got the FOMO coming on. I really am well, gonna want this thing, dude. But what worries me though is like if if they're like promoting that thirty five hundred dollar price, you know how Apple works with this shit. It, that's gonna be like the one with the least amount of storage, oh, like yeah. no accessories yeah. at mm-hmm. all. Like you're gonna need to buy the fucking case for it. You're gonna need to buy, mm-hmm. you know, who knows all what else. So shit. it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if like you're, you know, with tax and everything, like out the door, like north of four thousand dollars, like easy, easy, on this, you know, easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the other thing could be they they pre-orders get ready. It's next summer or next spring or whatever. And um, they're like, hey, we actually it's going to be twenty nine ninety nine. You know, they knock 500 bucks off. That original mm-hmm. leaked price was right. And that they're planning on doing this the whole time to make it sound like a better deal or something like that. I, yeah. I could see that happening. But yeah. I, but but again, like, <clears throat> you know, Apple as a company has so many different uh you know, banking and financing options now that yeah, all they need to do to make it appealing to people is mm-hmm. come up with a good monthly price. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, is something with goofy, that, but yeah, I, I they do twenty four month no interest financing. That's pretty awesome. But if they did like thirty six or something, where it's like, hey, you're just gonna pay fifty bucks a month for this thing. It's for the next well, five I mean, years or whatever. Like, yeah, I feel like know, I would have a hard time not going for that. Like, it's only fifty bucks a month. Okay instead of coming up with 3500 bucks all at once and there's no interest i mean i don't know i i would get sold four, on something like that four grand no interest you know finance over 24 months 166 bucks a month so but is again that, like you like what i was saying like my hesitation yeah. is you know that the 2025 version is going to be so much fucking mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. like yeah. that's that's honestly what chaps my ass the most about this yeah it's like i want yeah. one so bad but i just know with 100% You're so better certainty. off waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that the the second one is going to be so much better than the first one that there was like no point in even buying the first one. Let's just split the cost. We'll mail it back and forth to each other. We'll share it every other week, and then we can both experience it. Because it's like like to me this this is going to be like the so I typically buy I guess the Xbox this new Xbox is a bit of an outlier for me but like I typically buy like the second generation of a console like when like mm-hmm. the, the the PlayStation Slim or whatever you know because yeah, like yeah, at yeah. that point it's like Hardware's better. Hardware's cheaper. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of mm-hmm. shit out for it. The games are mm-hmm. all on sale now that you wanted to play, yeah, and everything else. And and to the point that there was like, okay, well, there was like no benefit to buying this like when it first came out, as opposed to just being a little yeah. more patient. Right. I think that's like extremely going to be the case with this, you know. Probably, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, um, and who knows if you're even and... gonna be able to buy it? I mean, like, it wouldn't surprise me if like the early adopters like slam this thing out to where it's like, oh, if you order one now, you're gonna get it in six months. Oh, right. And uh, that's another thing is like people scoffing at the pricing. This thing's going to be sold out for every time they restock it. Right. Like just that's like um, AirPods Max. Right. Mm-hmm. It was selling out for months until they finally were like just in stock again. And people were like laughing about like $500 headphones. And the a funny sidebar about the AirPods Max is that um, just in the last like six months or so, those have become like the cool headphones to wear yes. at airports and out and about, right? Like dude, I saw like four people with them on my flights when we were going yeah. to Orlando. And I was like, dude, I, and they've, they've been out for a few years now, right? I don't know what happened that all of a sudden it was like, oh, those are the cool headphones. I'm going to go get those, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, I love we, mine, but I just I totally understood if nobody ever bought them. Um, I mean, you're, you're I, totally right. Though. I mean, I remember making fun of you for spending so much money on headphones. You like, sure did. What the yeah. fuck are you doing with your $500 headphones, you idiot? They're, ra- they're, they're great cool headphones, but like, I, they're I definitely know. like people use them out and about and stuff, too. It's like people's headphones now. It's crazy. But yeah, um, I'm stopping real I, quick to just, I just mention. Think, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So I don't want to interrupt your thought, but I was just going to mention show note wise, I have a uh, doctor's appointment call that could come in in the next three minutes or it could come in the next 30 to 45 minutes. I don't really know, I don't but know. I got to be on guard for it. So we'll if we keep, have to suddenly we'll stop riffing until the... we have to cut suddenly end the show, uh, thanks in advance for listening. I also want to mention that uh, I'm having a medical procedure done on Tuesday and um uh, I don't know how long, I don't know how, what my condition is going to be like when I'm done. So we might not do a show next week. It kind of is going to depend on how I'm recovering from It'll all that. They say it's like a 10 day recovery type thing. <clears throat> uh, why are you coming up S word? Hey, go away. <laughs> S lady. Um, yeah, they say 10 days. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can, I doubt I'm going to be like hurting so bad. I can't sit here and talk into a microphone, but also, I don't know. I got, I mean, a full, a full, a full brain transplant too. is a pretty severe procedure. It takes so. a long time to get, get your groove back. But anyway, just letting people know in case there's not a show next week. And also that, um, you know, wish me luck that everything goes well. And yeah. Die on the operating table because that's the case. It's been a good run. Thanks for listening all these years. Hopefully Eli finds a new partner. You'll be fine. Um, you're you're, you're going to freak people out. Jared, there's nothing really wrong with Jared. He's getting something minor done. Um, <laughs> anytime you have to go full under anesthesia. Oh, that like freaks me out too. Risky. But uh, you'll be fine. But um, anyway. You got nothing to worry about. Just getting that out of the way in case we have to suddenly stop this week's show. And just in case there's not a show next week. Uh, um, that's why. Well, but but anyway. what, I, what I was going to say is like, yes. I, I feel like, man, I don't know what it is about the internet where it's like the the people just have to have the hottest take imaginable on all these things right like the amount of like naysayers surrounding apple stuff is just truly amazing to me i mean like yeah if there is a company that i am pretty much just like never willing to bet against the success Mm -hmm. of their stuff it's apple i mean like Mm -hmm. going back like like actually more specifically like post iPod era Apple. I mean, like Mm -hmm. have they had a miss on like anything that you can think of? Right. Right. I mean, I guess like there's been a few iPhone iterations where it's like, you know, the antenna gate stuff or whatever, where, you know, it was a a little bit of a stumbling block. 5C iPhones, I think were like kind of a flop. I guess the iPhone minis were kind of a flop, but like very minor road bumps and like an overall it still wouldn't surprise me with successes every other way. Like, yeah, it still wouldn't surprise me with those things that like analysts were calling a flop if they didn't still ship like millions and millions and millions of those. You know, yeah, like right. It's like Apple right. operates on a scale where like a flop for them is like the wildest unthinkable success. Only for sold company. five million iPhone mini. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's like it's like fuck. They've just been on a a, a heater. You know, mm-hmm. so like you know, everyone made fun of the iPhone. The iPhone. Everyone's got one now. Everyone made fun mm-hmm. of the iPad. Everyone's got one now. Everyone made Everyone fun made of the fun Apple of the Watch, iPod, uh, yeah. iPod too. I, you yeah. know, it's, uh, you know, Apple Watch, most popular watch in the world. Like, yeah, Apple TV seems like everyone yeah. I know has got an Apple TV. If uh, right. unless they have a smart TV that just has really good stuff on it, mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, an Apple TV. Like, 
what else very you few know, smart like... tvs have really good stuff on it in my experience yeah. <laughs> um, so no I, I know it's 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 totally true and like <laughs> um you know that's why it's like i don't know pe people make fun of like apple coming out with stuff and pretending like they invented it but um and like a lot of ways they do like they don't invent the idea yeah. or maybe the first version of these products but they they come out with something when they feel like they can add something to the conversation and change the conversation right and yeah. i think that's what they're doing with this thing where it's like vr is very niche thing and um a lot of people that do try it i would say it's like probably 70 30 split on people that like get sick from it and stuff and mm -hmm. never want to do it again right um, well also i think where apple is really gonna uh pull ahead on this is like apple always does things extremely thoughtfully like if um mm -hmm. there's been a few sites that have covered just how much stuff they've put out surrounding like the amount of thought that they've put into developer guidelines for like uh you know what your interface should look like you know what what kind yeah. of considerations you should have for like building an ar app inside the headset and, like all mm -hmm. this other stuff whereas all the other vr headsets kind of just like all right here here's your thing make whatever you want yeah have fun yeah which which like yeah. creates these like weird kind of like trends in vr development where it was like everyone for the longest time was like i don't know how to move in a vr game so i guess just like warp around like point on the ground and your guy just warps there and that's just what everyone <laughs> yeah. did you know right. whereas like apple really leads the charge on this kind of stuff and is like no we've got an army of like the best ui experts on the planet and mm -hmm. here's the exhaustive documentation that they've come up with based on like all their user research and best practices and everything else so use this mm -hmm. as your baseline mm -hmm. which uh, you know like that stuff even removing the uh kind of like generational leap of hardware like that yeah. kind of stuff just on a software development side is going to create another mm -hmm. generational leap compared to what yeah. people are used to on the other headsets where you still right. navigate using like basically a fake laser pointer more or less to, right. you know, point around and stuff. And that's just what everyone does. And right. no one's come up with anything better. And that's, yeah, it is what it is. You know, it, re it reminds me of when the <clears throat> iPhone came out and smartphones before that were mm -hmm. the interfaces were terrible. Navigating it was terrible. Nobody really knew what to do. There were styluses or there was just bad navigation UI or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then it was like, Hey, we just focused really hard on making the touchscreen like recognition really good. <laughs> really good, yeah. Touch, and you can yeah. use your finger for everything. And it was like, no way. But like that makes so much sense in hindsight that it was like, why were we futzing around with yeah. styluses for so long or whatever? I mean, God, the, um, the rejection of uh, not having a keyboard was so severe. Like, remember, dude, like it was everyone... such a big deal. Yeah. Because that was like when BlackBerry, I mean, like when the iPhone was starting to first get popular, it was Blackberry like the was BlackBerry the was the dominant thing. And people were like, I, there's yeah. no fucking way in hell I'm giving up this BlackBerry there keyboard. There was crazy like overlays you could buy for to <clears throat> yeah. make like a physical keyboard on your iPhone and stuff like that. Like, yeah. And it's so weird because it's like, does anybody really trip on that now at all? No. Like it's totally no. normal. But it really took Apple doing it right because it's not like it was the first virtual keyboard either. But yeah. I've add like a trio i've had like several other like smart devices that have screens with a virtual keyboard that were garbage even yeah. like the ds and stuff is like yeah. not good you know so um they them doing it right really like opened the door for that to become like a mainstream normal thing yeah um, I, totally, I think there's gonna I totally be a lot agree. of that type of stuff happening with their headset too yeah yeah i i i'm real excited to, to see i mean god you know thinking back to the you bring up the trio and stuff like those those phones mm -hmm. were like I mean, they're good for the time, but like, I can't even mm -hmm. imagine like fishing out my Trio 650 out of whatever box it's in and just trying I to use it for mine. a day. 
like yeah. you should you should uh, do that like boot it up and just be like you okay. know what i'm gonna i'm just gonna use this for the day and just mm-hmm. like you know try to send an email on it and you know, like stuff like that <laughs> I don't even know if it can connect to any sort of internet anymore but I maybe guess i don't know if it had wi-fi on it or not and it uses it used like the super big sim so you wouldn't be able to swap mm-hmm. your sim into it so no maybe it's I, I will end. i'll dig mine out and charge it up and play around with it because i've thought i've actually thought about selling it before just to get rid of it but i had so many like emulators on it and stuff and such yeah, a yeah. bad experience trying to play emulator with like a phone keyboard and whatever yeah, the, the, for, the phone d-pad in particular was just yeah. like awful <laughs> um yeah. but yeah i don't know i'm i'm overall excited for this thing um i'm sure i'll probably talk myself into getting closer to buying one as you we know, know ourselves too well. Well, we'll so, say we don't want something until we do. For me, I, I don't know where I read this or saw this, if they mentioned this on the keynote or, or whatever, but someone was saying that they're going to do like appointments in Apple stores to like give mm-hmm. you the little demo, you know, like you book your mm-hmm. slot and go in and then you could try it. Mm-hmm. Like if I go through that without buying one of these things, I right. will consider that to be a exercise in personal restraint of the likes i'm not sure i've seen in my life right i know right um yeah particularly if it's like hey we got one in a box right here man do you want to take this thing home with you you know like like i could see that's your uh the ability to pre-order hinges on you booking a demo and you have to go demo it if you want to pre-order it at all Oh man, that's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, I don't know, because like, because like, what, what, what kills me is my my need to have these urges satiated immediately, right? Like, if it's I like, know. oh, you can demo this thing, okay, cool, man, order it on the Apple Store, or whatever, you'll get it in eight months. Like, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know, I'll get it, I'll just wait for the next one. But right, if it's seriously a situation yeah. where it's like, all right, buddy, here's They're a sack, here. you want one? You can walk out of here with it one right yeah. now. That, that's gonna that's be so bad. hard to resist. Yeah, that's gonna be real bad. So oh, I love buying stuff. Consumerism is the best. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I guess we, you want to run out the clock until you get your phone call. You want to hit on some other WWC stuff? What? Uh, yeah. Let's. Um. Well, actually, let me get this out of the way, too, because we got another email this week. And this is from Connor at Seafone Gaming again. Third in a row. Podcast message three is the title. Um. He says, hey, again, continuing to listen and still enjoying the episodes. Glad to hear about the legacy box situation from Eli being over, (laughs) even if it wasn't all digitized like we hoped. At least they didn't rip the tape out like on Inside Edition, and they're all intact. Um, On the topic of the new Zelda, I too managed to beat it lately. Uh, Beelining it after two dungeons were clear. It was immensely tough, but very satisfying to do. I actually got pretty far and beat the first wave when attempting without any dungeons completed, but then, well... Future phases utterly destroyed me and were a very nasty surprise. I believe he's talking about the final fight that's like a million phases, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I can also vouch for the vouchers as that was how I got Zelda, comboed it with Advance Wars on a whim as I didn't like Breath of the Wild much and just pre-ordered for the heck of it and it definitely surpassed my expectations. Way nicer after Pokemon Violet made me depressed. Um, If you still have a Pinging Voucher, I recommend nabbing Mystery Dungeon DX. It's a short game with a super impactful story, and the man who wrote it directed Tecmo Super Bowl. Seriously. Uh, Sincerely, Connor from Seafone Gaming. Cool. Thank you for the email. Good points in there. Voucher system. I back it. I'm glad I discovered that whole thing, and I look forward to buying a new game with my other voucher someday. (laughs) Some Um, indeterminate point in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I've cooled a little bit on Zelda. I think have you gone back to it since beating it? Or are you kind of like Dunskies? Well, no, because Diablo came out. 
Oh, I, that's right. So I beat Diablo and now I'm kind of like at the point where it's like, all right, well, no, do you want to like grind forever to fuck around with like end game stuff or yeah. do you want to make yeah. a new character or do you just want to do something else? And I'm kind of yeah. gravitating towards just do something else. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, I, uh, I'm not done with Zelda. I want to keep playing it, but I'm, I've definitely cooled on it to where it's not like the thing I'm doing at all well, times. So, I checked in my Zelda is still on version 1.1.1, which is what allows for the early dupe because mm -hmm. it's still running on the switch. Like it's in mm -hmm. like sleep yeah. mode, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think as soon as I quit the game, it's going to force itself to update. It won't force. I, Cause I've, I've, oh, really? I've slept mine a bunch of times. Um, not totally powered down, but just sleeping it. Yeah. And then when you go a, back, yeah. when you go back to start your game, that's, that's just, it's suspended. Um, it says there's a software available. Do you want to update or do you want to start software? And I just yeah, choose yeah. start software. So, mm -hmm. but it's hard because the option, the default option is on update now. And if I'm not paying attention yeah, yeah. a couple of times, I've like almost done it, but um, well, I haven't duped it, any other items since the, I, yeah, I'm just in this first time. So like dumb spot now where it's like, Oh fuck, I have this opportunity to dupe a bunch of shit that I know is going to be annoying to grind. Might and then well. I'm like, well, do I really want to just like hop onto Zelda tonight and just like cheat for hours? And that's the thing too, is that it's kind of a process and it gets boring really quick. And yeah. it's like a lot of menu navigating and stuff like that. Like it doesn't take forever, but it's definitely like once I've done it a few times to make some bucks, I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like I'd rather be just playing the game. I don't care yeah, if I, yeah. you know, but anyway, um, but yeah, still, still liking the Zelda, I think. Well, you want to you want to touch on some iOS 17 stuff like I think that's yeah after the headphones or I'm sorry after the headset like this is some of this stuff is the most exciting for me is the, this would be um, a super like banner WWDC I think if it wasn't for the headphones dominating all the headlines yeah what so my favorite thing that came of this is the uh the name drop stuff and the enhancements mm -hmm. to the like your contact card because mm -hmm. like for the longest time like so if if you want like a full photo to pop up on the iPhone when, when someone calls you or what you know when someone calls you, you need to actually go in and like set that up for each of your contacts, mm. right? And I just mm -hmm. was always like, Yeah, I'm never gonna do that. Uh just yeah. you know, like I just can't maybe if I had like kids or whatever, like I would, mm -hmm. you know, fart around with it or whatever, but like it's just uh never, mm -hmm. never gonna don't do that. Don't care so, enough to take the Yeah, time. definitely don't care enough to like go through my whole contact book and be like, Oh, let me select a photo for every single right. one of you know the people I know kind of thing. Whereas like yeah. just being able to like do that and design like your own little like poster image that comes up when you call people mm -hmm. is like, mm -hmm. it's like, of course, like, why didn't they come up with this sooner? Like this yeah. fucking rules, like, cause yeah. the, the full screen photo thing has been, I think for, I couldn't even guess what version of iOS they, mm -hmm. if like not the very first version of iOS that you could do yeah. that, you know, like, I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. All the, um, I, I was really surprised they didn't do more to uh, add functionality for like iMessage groups because mm -hmm. like, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if everyone's in the situation or I'm just a fucking idiot, but it seems like the, uh, the ease of use surrounding just like creating a big iMessage group has resulted mm -hmm. in me being in like, you know, I'm in a huge like group for my neighborhood. There's like 20 mm -hmm. people in and like, you know, mm -hmm. group, like a couple few different friend groups of mine, like I'll have one. And it's like, I'll look mm -hmm. at my phone and I have them all muted, you know, because it's like, otherwise like, dude, your shit is buzzing all mm -hmm. goddamn day. Right. Yeah. And like right now, and, and as far as I understand it through uh, throughout iOS 17 too, there's still no granularity on those kind of notifications. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's either you're getting everything 
or getting nothing, you know? Right. Whereas like, I would, I would love for them to, on these group things to kind of use uh, whatever machine learning crap or, you know, large language model stuff they need to do to kind of like send you intelligent notifications on that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, you know, Somebody if it's like, oh, your name or whatever. Yeah. So and so mentioned your name or like, uh, oh, there's a, a, a message in this for the first time in a, you know, a few days or like, mm -hmm. hey, a lot of people are talking in the, about this right now kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. to yeah. where it's it's like you're getting a reasonable cadence of alerts that and maybe even some kind of slider of like, I want everything that comes with this or I just want like a recap of, you know, whatever, you know, like. Mm -hmm. To, to where you're getting notifications, but it's not like, fuck, my phone has been buzzing for 15 minutes. Like, shut right. up kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then you finally venture in there and you're like, oh, I just missed something that I cared about. Yeah. But I was ignoring all these messages. Well, at least uh, they have the thing like the the scroll to the, wherever you read last or yeah. whatever functionality yeah. they had in that. But I don't know. I just I, I wish that they would kind of just do more with with that sort yeah. of thing, because it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people have this similar irritation of. Like, mm -hmm. uh, shut oh, them in, like, sure. you know, my whole family won't like shut the hell up about like whatever yeah. pizza they're ordering. And I've got yeah. <laughs> 312 alerts right uh -huh. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, the theme of all the iOS 17, like update stuff was like, here's things that people have been saying, annoy them for a long time. We're going to try mm -hmm. and fix as many as we can, um, which I thought was nice. I've been waiting for something like that for a while. Um, I think my favorite, um, Thing they announced was the live voicemail because oh um, yeah that's cool that is something i've always wanted because i hate getting calls from a number i don't know and then finding out of somebody i actually cared yeah. about via voicemail and then having to call back and you know whatever yeah, yeah. um so, the so now you can just have a, a outgoing voicemail message i was like hey i've got i've got live voicemail on sell me why i should answer the phone <laughs> so, yeah. so sell me on sell me on this <laughs> Why should I pick up your phone call? Let me know in hundred words yeah. or less. But yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I that's just such a smart thing though, because you could. I also, I also, I'm curious to see how like jarring it would be to call someone and be like, "Oh, hey, sorry, I missed you," and then have them go, <laughs> "You know what I mean?" Yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, hello, hello, I didn't know it was you." Yeah. Um, because I guess that sort of stuff would kind of happen with answered machines, right? Like you mm -hmm. would hear somebody on the answering machine and be like, Oh, I actually I need to grab that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you pick them up mid-message and it's all kind of like a jarring experience. I feel like that's the digital, the, yeah, the new mean, age version of that. That's what my parents did back in the day. I mean, no one ever answered yeah. the phone. You listen oh, to the we answering screened machine our and... calls. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, cool, but... the uh the check-in stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, awful smoke here today from that awful fire. So, oh, that's sorry. coughing more than usual. But, yeah. um, the, the... Uh oh, here oh, comes my shit. call. All right, I'll wrap up all the right. podcast. Drop off. See ya. Bye, everybody. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, another episode of Touch Arcade Show in the books. Uh, Jared appreciates support on Patreon. Uh, otherwise, you can, um, uh, go to do your Amazon shopping through touchrkey.com forward slash Amazon. That's always appreciated. If you want to send us an email, uh, we read them on podcast, respond to any questions or uh, any kind of conversation topics that you uh, think we should talk about. Uh, that's podcast at touchrkey.com. Uh, I don't know what else. There's probably something in here. Uh, I think we'll record next week and Jerry's going to be fine. Uh, but if not, we will catch you not next week, but the week after. So catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening. See you later.